I should I start? Should I start the thing? Do it sexy, Nate. Go for it. Ooh. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back to Roll for Blank. Streets of Mage. Last week, the party uh, had a horrendous fight with their new buddy Klelosh. They had to kill him. Turns out he was a lich. Mm. What a what a pile of crap that is, huh? <laughs> Tragic. That guy was a douche. He kind of a lich. He double crossed you all. And, uh, and and you murdered him for it, and his nine-headed hydra. And uh, so we, we, we left you uh, exiting the swamp. You're hanging out at a little shop called Hillbilly's Hill of Things, where you set up camp and uh, felt the, the heavenly power of the level hit all of you. And so you've all advanced to level three. So let's go around uh, the crew and just do a little check-in to see how we're doing. Uh, because, hey, you know, our bodies are going through changes. And I might have used this joke already, but there's fur where there wasn't fur before. Perhaps. For some of us, I don't know. But to find out, let's start talking. So yeah, uh, that's, that's paid content, right? <laughs> yeah. To find out, subscribe to our fans only account. Yeah, yeah. Get- if you want if you want the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. If you want Race's bathwater, he is freshly showered. You're gonna have to join the OnlyFans. I will mail you a vial. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, Captain Alora. Danny, hello. Hello, Nathan <laughs> slash DM slash God. So how how is Captain Alora feeling now? You've you've, you've lost you lost something of a, a mentor character. You leveled up. What's what's going on? What's going on in the dark Darjeeling's head? Well, I I'm really glad that I have so much tea to get through this heartache. Um, I was really sad about that old guy. I really liked him. He healed me a bunch, and I find it really emotionally confusing that in the end he just, you know, wanted to sell us off. And I don't really know why he helped us for so long and then fucked us over. It's just rude. It's not the done thing at all. But, you know, in juxtaposition to the terror of my heartache, I have a lot more cool powers. Apparently now I can, like, roll bardic inspiration against my enemies. I'm probably going to forget, so that's going to be terrible. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty optimistic. Um, I've also got a little thing in my back pocket for getting Villa to open up to me, whether she wants to or not. So that's going to be fun. All right. All right. Yeah, I like it. We're going to have a little bit of, a little bit of house drama, you know, uh, we've been, we've been adding extra booze, cutting back on the food to try to get you guys to all act out the way that we all want you to. Um, so hopefully uh, the confinement and sexual tension and alcohol will lead to some exciting content for the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> so Paulie, how, how about you? How are you feeling about Klelosh? How are you feeling about uh, what, what what happened when you leveled up? I should say, Polly walks back into camp after relieving himself and being gone for an inordinate amount of time. And he's got uh, fur on his ears now, just like uh, like a cat almost does with the fur off the off the ends, like and like he, a lynx, like the little tufts, little yeah yeah, little, of, little like it's furry ears, yeah, off the top. And he's uh, eating uh, got he, apple bottom jeans and ears with the fur. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's he's just chewing on a eucalyptus branch, and he uh, I mean I I'll just do it. He uh, walks back and he's like, "You, uh, you guys aren't gonna believe this, but uh, I was out there uh, watering some trees, and uh, some uh, uppity koala was like, uh, hey, buddy, stop peeing in my uh, my cafeteria here.'" And uh, I told him to stick it, and uh, he he started talking some trash, some uh, koala bear trash. And so uh, I, uh, you know, I put away my great axe, and then I pulled out my great axe, and uh, I just started wailing on that little bastard for about a good twenty minutes, and he didn't care. And so I tucked myself out, uh, you know. Oi, Mike, is that all you got? <laughs> I can't do an Australian accent, so that's <laughs> even no talking one. That was no less terrible than my New Jersey accent, so I think that's good. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, poured me a glass of fermented uh, eucalyptus or koala urine or whatever it was. I got a buzz, and, uh, yeah, we had a little chat, uh, gave me a few pointers, uh, you know, he's... Koala bears aren't technically bears, but he's a bear in my book. And uh, yeah, yeah, well, he's a good guy. So so how does everybody in the party feel about Paulie's new qualifications? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. I, I offer out the eucalyptus. Anyone uh, want some of this? It's uh, pretty good. No, I'll try some of that, Paulie. <laughs> uh, I hand over some eucalyptus. Um, you guys think that's weird? I saw this freaking bird, this male bird. I mean, you know, I don't know what gender it was, but uh, it was carrying a letter, which is some sick shit. 
Because if he ain't union, that's bullshit. Because you can't just, you know, hijack a bird and give him a job. That's a good point. Yeah. You see a bird with a letter? No one. All right. Uh, my backstory. There was a bird. It had a letter. And then Darjeeling <laughs> <laughs> picked it up. And it was for an extension program for Ellsbird. And she apparently attended it in the woods through bird post. Anyway, she's much smarter now. So yeah, so there's a correspondence class that, that you took from Ellsford to expand your bardic knowledge. Yes, Nate. Yes, yes, there was. I mean, that sounds really riveting. Would you would you care to just give us a, a brief outline of what you learned during the correspondence class? Yes, yes, I would do that <laughs> currently because I recall or I'll just make it up. Well, the thing about birds and letters is they're very attracted to me. So I've always known that someday a bird, I thought it would be an owl, but it was like a pigeon, like a European pigeon, came with this letter. And I mean, I wanted to get a full ride scholarship, but they still only like gave me 98%. So I had to like pay some of my like pirating fees, but that's not the point. So I've learned a lot about lore and as a result of that i've got like more cool powers i also really had like a reckoning where did my accent go i really had a reckoning with the uh the women that i went to elsford with and i feel like they once bullied me but now i realize everyone is really sad and holding secrets because they were just doing like a lot of cocaine and crying and that's why i know that if i get close to villa i bet she doesn't hate me Anyway, so I've, I've got some stuff for that, and I've learned a lot of things, and um, I almost read Elvish, not yet, but soon. Is I feel it cocaine like, and crying? Because that might work. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like there's there's a sequence where, I don't know, Captain Laura fell in love with Ryan Phillippe, and then he got shoved into traffic, and then you ratted Ryan Phillippe's bratty twin sister out for her coke habit, and that resulted in uh, a real revelation. <gasps> oh, I do love that movie. Of whatever you speak. Yes, uh, it's some sort of some sort of traveling uh, bardic play. Uh, All right. So Otis, you're hearing a lot of crazy stuff. You got a you got a buddy with koala ears. You got a, a tea drinking lady who now has just completed a correspondence course in the woods. What, what's Otis thinking right now? How, how is Otis feeling about the party and and about leveling up? Well, Otis realized that he has a lot more magic than he had before, that he should have had before, but he didn't know. So he's been uh, pretty, pretty high on his horse about that. And uh, he's doing stuff around the camp a lot now. He's like, uh, like he moves like leaves and stuff and just plays with the candle flames. And uh, it's he's having a good old time. He thinks right? it's really funny too. He's laughing pretty much nonstop. Good. Yeah, I like this image of Otis just mage handing leaves around and just creating fireplaces and just exactly. being uh, just dazzled by it because it's almost like you you've been just sort of like stoned until now and you went like, "Oh wait, I can do stuff." So that's cool. That's a nice. Yeah, I just nice I think thing. I needed to get out of the house a little more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> it, it, Villa, let's talk about yes. let's talk about how how you're feeling. Uh, you know, you've got this betrayal, you've got this uh, just sort of incredible difficult battle that resulted in you using a, a good luck charm on this old mentor character to, to thrust through his chest, um, challenging your faith. I'm sure because I don't know. Murder isn't the only thing that you're good at as a cleric. So let's talk about that and talk about what, what you learned from leveling up. Villa's been extra quiet, if you can believe that. She hasn't really spoken much since um, committing this last act of murder. And she's spent the last several hours while people were away with birds and koalas and playing with fire, just sitting <laughs> in a lotus position on the ground at camp with her eyes closed and her hands in her lap and uh, breathing slower than she usually does. And when she finally opens her eyes, she seems to be in better spirits and perhaps a little bit more aware of whether or not people are able to be truthful around her. Also, maybe whether or not the food she's consuming has any ill-forsaken properties. You don't know. Okay. She just gives off this era, aura of um, more assuredness. It's a new, it's a new aura era for Villa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Okay, so you're all you're all hanging out at your camp, 
in the distance, you see the outer wall of Santa Palacia. This is a tall wall that blocks in Santa Palacia, the city that has been taken over by Murder Duncan Bloodspell, the evil king. There is a network of stone battlements, aqueducts, and a catacomb entrance that you must surpass to enter the lower city. As you approach, I'm assuming you want to leave the camp. You want to leave the camp, or does anybody have anything else they want to do? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you know, my grandmammy used to, when we had a sore throat or lost our voice, like Villa, she would catch a frog and you just put it in your mouth and hold it there and count to five. And then you spit it out and the frog takes that old sore throat away. Maybe you want to give it a try? I could look around. Thank you, Otis. I, um... Oh, there you go. You talk okay. All right. (laughs) See, I did it just now. You didn't even see it happen. Nick, can you remind us if there's anywhere to buy uh, supplies or food here? Um, You've bought everything that was available at Hillbilly's Hill of Things uh, at the end of our last session. Is it still really a hill of things? I mean, it's now it's more of a small pile. It's a, a disorganized heap, perhaps. Certainly not a mountain. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I'm going to grab a bunch of uh, extra eucalyptus and shove it in my bag. Cool. <laughs> Polly's just now carrying a bag of poisonous tree leaves. Not nah. poisonous to you, but to everybody else. Hopefully not. I mean, I can just keep rolling constitution every time I eat <laughs> And I'm dead now. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Oh, okay, so am I to understand now that Otis has Mage Hand? Well, we don't um, know. What does Otis have? Otis, do you have Mage Hand? It was Prestidigitation that I was talking about. Damn it, I really wanted to challenge you to a thumb more. That's you, sad. You should have gotten some <laughs> very locomotion. I don't think that's an option. Sorry. Okay, before we leave, I'm going to saunter up to Villa. And with my newfound um, confidence from my, um, you know, university with the birds in the in the woods, and I'm gonna say, Villa, I've re- Villa, I've recently discovered that everyone has a deep dark secret, and I could wait patiently for you to tell me, but I don't think I have enough time. So I'd like to roll insight against you. All right, roll insight. <laughs> Sixteen. What uh, the fuck now, Villa, you need to decide whether you want to roll deception or whether you want to roll insight against. That's pretty much. That's pretty much it. Or do you just want to give up the ghost, the, se- the secret? Ooh, do you want to roll a charisma just to see if you can charm her? Oh, I do. I- I'll double down. Oh, it's a natural twenty plus four Ooh, plus three. Okay, twenty-three plus five plus five. It's a twenty-five. <laughs> well, how charmed just- are you? I just rolled deception for an unnatural twenty. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you, technically, you gotta you gotta answer Captain Alora's question. Secrets are meant to be kept, but it's clear that I kind of like you. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> the captain obviously smiles obnoxiously, kind of like a second grader who's just been given an entire box of Legos the day before Christmas. That was Wait, a good really? answer too, because sometimes you could shake her and just get, uh, you know, try again later. So. <laughs> That's a pretty good answer <laughs> from the Magic 8-Ball. Well, Villa, since you, you like me and I like you, and clearly we need a best friend bracelet, I feel like you're, you're a little reserved with us. Do you want to maybe, like, tell me what that's about with my natural 25? Do I want to? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you would like me to force you in, like, a friend way? <laughs> like a CeeLo Green way <laughs> with friends. Okay, what is going on with CeeLo Green references? I must have missed something. Did he yeah, get? He's rapey. Oh, is he? It's okay. it's old. That's know. old too. I it's didn't know. Like I didn't a... know. Unless Years something ago. just happened again. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, if it, I don't even think it's relevant enough to make the make news. the headlines. I don't like pretending. Right? Like, not like cosplay is fun and stuff, but like pretending with your friends is bad. You should probably stop. Then I'm gonna hand her some some friendship tea. That's just normal tea, but with like the exact right amount of milk. She probably wouldn't drink it under normal circumstances, but under the circumstances, she gladly accepts and downs the tea. And then she smiles at you for the first time ever. What? Oh, this is amazing. It's like a friendship orgasm. (laughs) Uh, Great. Uh, Both of you get inspiration. For this. Oh, good. <laughs> really? Yay! Good job. Good job trying to trying to hash it out like adults. It's like let's adults just talk. 
that use spells on one another. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's very Zelo Green, Nathan. Well, you didn't actually <laughs> cast charm, did you? You just tried to charm her with persuasion. I am really well educated now. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I'd call it, I'd call it friendship. All right, instead of continuing to push, I'm just going to realize that smiling and she likes me and apparently she's pretending about something is all I'm going to get out of her. But I sit like a little bit close to her so our elbows touch and then I just smile down at her empty cup of tea, knowing that no greater friendship starts from an empty cup of tea than this one. (laughs) That that was beautiful. I'm going to need to find some really inspirational music swell to build to that moment. He's going to cut all of this. (laughs) <laughs> I think like whatever the Dawson Creek theme song is, I think that's the theme song. <laughs> do, 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 do. Hey, right? It's the Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Isn't that, or not the other, not that one, the other one. That's not, no, no. Open up your morning something that, oh my god, why do you know the lyrics to that? Because I know, because my brain is broken and filled with garbage, that's why. No, no, I, I know that now, and, and the scrawny kid, and the chubby blonde kid, and. Yeah, get your cheeks in a beak. Yeah, yeah, and that guy. Sorry, anyway, so do you want to like, kill some murder man? She yeah, asked me that, or are you just asked me at the power of that? Oh, is there more to to did, Villa's conversation? I'm asking: Is did she ask me that, or did you just say that to the party? Wait, what's the question? Are you asking her character? Do you guys want to go murder Duncan McLeod? Oh what? yeah, I am. Hey Villa, now that you're fully caffeinated, would you like to partake in some friendship murder? Murder is my favorite thing in the world. Well, other, other than our new friendship, right? Right? Right, our new friendship? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sure, yeah, yes. yeah. Right, okay, and I will uh, wrap my very large arm around her very slight arm, and I will rip her up so we're standing, and I will march towards the boys and say, oh, goodness, we are going to have some friendship murder. Let's carry on. Okay, let's do it. Okay, All right. guys, I'm going to. We walk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You leave you leave your camp behind, you, you pack up your, your belongings, you see this outer wall of Santo Palacia, and as you approach, you see a trench where a moat is being dug. And in that trench, you see a lone swordsman thrust their blade down into a prone Santo Palacia guard. They draw the blade out slowly and fling a spray of blood droplets into the air. And then three other guards lunge at this swordsman, The swordsman deftly turns, strikes precisely at each, felling them all before they even hit the ground. And the swordsman turns to the party, bows, and then removes her helm. I am Shanti. You must be traveling warriors that we've heard on the whisper of the wind. I have a personal vendetta against this place and bear you no ill will. Pass in peace, lest you should wish to assist me on my way. Assist you in what? My brother was a brave warrior who was taken in by the royal guard. I have not heard from him and I fear for his life. I must find him. Will you help me? I look at the group and I say, oh, I don't know why we shouldn't do that. Yeah, do you think it would piss off uh, Duncan, uh, blood guy? I don't know exactly what the king would think, but I believe that he f- he fears a failure of allegiance over even the loss of his own power. Yeah, okay, I uh, didn't get most of that, but uh, yeah, I'm in. Right, Um. well, the Black Darjeeling is, um very taken by this very sexy warrior and she would like to know what what this woman looks like if she has a choice rack if she kind of swings both ways <laughs> roll uh we'll roll perception wow i have so much persuasion which is not what i'm looking for 11 okay uh you can't uh you can't get a good sense of her figure because of the samurai armor that she's wearing but mm-hmm. she has a long black silky hair fine features. She's she's human, but she looks almost uh, elvish in just how, how soft and fine, but but angular. She's she's model-esque in a lot of ways, but she is but she is petite and her her blade is kind of a, a fine looking curved blade from the east that you're not super familiar with, but you recognize its deadliness. Well I do like a curved blade. Uh, alright, I'm just gonna drink some tea and swoon. Okay. Yes, so uh, who do we have to uh, chop up to get to your brother? I would not dream of asking you to to do any of my work for me. If if you would escort me just inside the city walls, I am happy to proceed on my own from there. It will be actually much easier for me to infiltrate the guard 
alone than to than to drag a, a group as capable but obvious as yourselves. Do, do we look too obvious? You you do not appear not obvious, if if I can say that without insulting you. Um, Maybe we should get costumes. Yeah, what are the races of the guards that she murdered? Roll, go ahead and roll perception to look at them. To deter, wow. I really hope my own credit could be, is that an elf, a goblet, a minotaur? I can't tell. <laughs> uh, perception uh, 12. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, if you had rolled low, you'd just been one of those people who's like, well, I don't see race. Yeah, you, you look, you see that there's a, a couple of half-orcs and a couple of humans who are among the guard. Okay, so it's a mixed, it, it is an equal opportunity guard force. It sure is, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, uh, you know, uh, why don't we escort you in uh, dressed as a guy? Billy, Billy, oh, no, Otis is, <laughs> Otis is right here. We, we just stroll in in uh, guard outfits. I, uh, I make that chainmail look good. Not that I want to cover up the tracksuit. Well, I think that's quite a good idea. And I think for you, fair young elven creature, to look, I think, less menacing, you should probably take off some of those those clothes just to seem, you know, more femin- feminine. You know, just for safety. We, I could carry them. I, I appreciate your your insight, but my armor is is of disguise, and I, I shall not remove it. it. It will allow me to pass without detection. It is it is the four of you that are of greater concern. I'm going to whisper to uh, the Black Darjeeling, um, kind of elbow her and be like, uh, I got some uh, fermented eucalyptus that, uh, you know, you might share a drink with her later. It's just, is Sino Green like the theme of this episode? I'm not gonna drug her to fuck her. That is not the dumb thing. Yeah, yeah, okay, you know, you, you do whatever you need to do. <laughs> All right, okay, I think uh, I'm gonna march up to the most fashionable looking unconscious orc and start taking his armor off. Okay, yeah. So there, there are there are a couple of female guards. So you, I mean, you can pick whatever you want. Honestly, the uniforms are not going to fit Polly or Otis particularly well because you're both smaller. They'll fit nonetheless. Uh, but you do discover that you you can't really get any of the armor off of them too much. But you can get the basically like the jerseys. Nice. Is there anything else on their bodies? You you don't find anything else of use. Okay, I'll put on one of the, the guards' tunics or whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> Probably looks like a nightshirt. <laughs> it does. You you look great. <laughs> Otis is ready for bed. Yeah. <laughs> Shanti does uh, walk over to you, Captain Alora, and say, "Oh, I, I I did, however, while you were changing, notice your figure. You are quite striking for a half orc. I have feelings that I had not had before, but I must not be distracted from my mission. So I will appreciate if we can keep this discreet." Uh, uh, tea, tea, tea later? Shall we have tea later? Tea, good, okay, you, you, you as well. Mm-hmm. Good, 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 good job. Yes, e- excellent. I, I will enjoy tea with you later after we have felled our foes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, good, good. All right, okay, uh, good, you look good. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna help Otis. He, um, he's, he smells in a way and it's, it's hard with his nightshirt. I'll, I'll be right back. Otis, that girl just totally hit on me. Oh, did she? And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up for a high five. It's gonna be too high for him to reach, so I'm gonna then lower it so he can actually hit it. He can hop a little bit. Aw, thanks. You're a good bro. <laughs> all right, so you're all you're all in disguise now, and Shanti has joined your party. So uh, where are you going? Just gonna look for uh, an entrance. We uh we gonna just go in the front door. You got a side door. You wanna? Uh, we don't know where your brother is. I prefer to enter as quietly as possible, so perhaps we should climb the battlement and then advance across the aqueduct. I could climb that. Yeah, let's go with that. I'm in agreement as well. All right. Uh, As you get ready to rise out of this this trench that is designed to be a moat, five guards emerge, and one of them in the lead says, Hail, guards! What's happened to these soldiers here? They've been killed. Yeah, this, oh. Yeah, no, I should probably do this. Go for it. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna roll some charisma, and I'm gonna- Kinda looking forward to what Polly was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Captain Allura just like puts a hand over Polly's yeah, mouth, right? Totally he starts talking. Nope, nope, nope. Got an aid in charisma, I'm as charming as the next guy. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I pull him back and I roll the 17, and I'm gonna meander and be like, oh! Oh, fellow guardsmen, so very glad that you 
came out to check on us. Actually, we had some bit of bad issue with food poisoning back there. And it's just, it's, you can't go that way, but you look really great today. And we're escorting this um, very, very attractive diplomat. And so we're just gonna go this way, but honestly guys, doing just incredibly good work. I'll bring you some tea after hours. You're you're allowing an armed diplomat to enter the city of the king? Oh, this no, this so is cool. against this is a, a violation of, of every code. Oh no no, those are um those are ceremonial weapons. They're dulled down. They could not even cut a, a raw egg. Um, you can tell from the curve that they haven't been used for anything fun in centuries. Very decorative, and you know, you know how our leadership likes decorative weapons. Fine, soldier, then then demonstrate, please. I'll have my, my second here step forward. I'd like you to take a swing at him with this ceremonial weapon. Oh, right, I think that's a super great idea. Um, I'm not going to let the diplomat do it because um, I see they'll green her earlier and she is just, she's really loopy. But um, this, this very attractive, um, uh, definitely not cleric looking god over here. Very stealthy and things and great. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hand her the sword and um the friend uh Rwanda. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh yeah, uh, other god, um don't worry about it. Just uh, draw the sword and then I'm gonna wink at her and then I'm gonna pull on the what's the what's the samurai's name? Conti. I'm gonna pull on her so her sheath is away from the guards. So it's kind of behind her on the other side. And then uh, I'm gonna do a little twirl with my fingers at uh, Villa to try to give her a heads up that she should try to draw the sword. And then I'm gonna cast Minor Illusion if she does. Okay. Uh, first of all, I, I also rolled Charisma and I rolled a natural 20 plus two through 22. Okay. Oh, I'm way just... to one up me new bestie. That's my thing. And then I'm going to slowly walk over to Shanti and reach my hand around her to the scabbard and slowly not draw the sword and instead A minor illusion sword will appear in her hand. Okay. Did you you roll for that? Or are you good? No, I I don't. It's just a minor illusion. Okay. What does it look like? Uh, Hopefully the sword. (laughs) (laughs) I've got got dump (laughs) staff. All the spellcasting stuff, so I hope it's like a sword. Maybe it looks like a danger noodle. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I rolled, so I, I rolled uh, just a d20 straight up for each of the five guards. Oh, and only one of them notices that the sword doesn't look right. Can I can I see which one that is, and can I see which one that is? Like you you can yeah roll we'll roll perception, and if your perception's high enough, you'll probably know. 18. Okay. Uh, one of the guards in the back peers at the at, at what is in your hand and sees kind of a, a shimmer there that doesn't happen on a, on a real sword and leans in to whisper to the lead guard. Uh, I just rolled deception at 18. And I'm going to say this was very recently polished with special elvish glimmer dust. And then I'm going to kind of sidestep so that he's behind, there's some a guard in front of him between us, and then I'm going to try and gently swing it at uh, the guard he, he told me to, the second, whatever. Okay, roll roll to hit. Roll to hit, it's an illusion. Well, yeah, but you gotta, we gotta see how convincing your strike is. Okay, what am I rolling? Uh, we'll roll performance for this, because that's okay. technically what the convincing would be. Okay, and I roll a 16. All right, you you draw this illusory blade across the guard that is is blocking the guard who suspects something, uh, and the guard who you who you hit says, "Oi, it's it's not even a blade at all. It's 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 just a, a little light show. Nothing to worry about. There's some some kooky ceremony from from over there. It's it's not a problem." And this this seems to convince the lead guard that that there isn't a problem. I bow. And then I back up and hand the blade back to Shanti, her freehand. Okay, so that and, she can... and Shanti, uh, knowing what's going on, carefully takes the blade back and gives you a nod. And then the, the head guard says, all right, you, you can escort her in, but do not cause any trouble. If I hear a word of this, with these guards dead, there there is something amiss here. And we will be doing an investigation. 
All right, well, really good to see you. Your, your buns are looking very sparkly, and <laughs> uh, we're gonna go on our way. Hail, all hail, King Bloodspell. Yup, hail, hail. Hail. <laughs> all right, yeah, so we're, we're gonna just deal with these bodies then, so, 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 see, you, so see you later. Well, there's nothing on them, not that I checked, but like, there's, there's nothing valuable over there at all. All right, well, Remember, you know, we'll- They were sick, so you gotta be careful. Maybe wear a mask. Oh, thank you. Good, good. Yes, we'll get we'll get a medical team out here. Yeah. Make sure we check nature's pocket for any special hidden treasures. It might be a ruby goblin flu. I don't even know, but uh, it's pretty bad. Call back. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay, so yeah, you, you succeed in convincing those guards. You can be on your way. Shanti is going to lead you out of the trench and up along the wall to uh, where the battlement rises. There's a there's a staircase that goes up to the wall. And uh, as you look up, you can see a, a series of aqueducts and uh, and then some catacombs and, and uh, sewer pipes that are outside. Yeah, uh, we just tricked the gods. Are you sure we want to crawl through the sewer to get in? Doesn't that uh, seem kind of suspicious if they look over here and, and we're escorting the... Uh... The uh, whatchamacallit doohickey that you are into uh, sewer? Fancy diplomat. Fancy, fancy diplomat, that thing right there. The guards may seem stupid, but they will determine that murder has occurred. And in quick order, if we are wandering around looking as foolish as we look, pardon me, but we do look quite foolish, they will arrest us and, and we will be in deep trouble. I prefer to keep it all hidden as best we can. Are you negging me? Because this outfit is super fetching. I didn't mean to refer to you. I think that the only ill to the outfit is it's a little too tight, but in all the right places. Right, that's, well, that's confusing. Um, in, in a rare moment of clarity um, and remembering the fact that the old man that she very much liked and was a father figure to her for about a day had betrayed them, I was gonna roll some insight on the, the hot girl. Okay. I got a critical fail. Okay. You are so blinded by your uh, kind of yep. just puppy lust for this, <laughs> for Shanti that, that you really, you just, you only have eyes for her. Shubop, shubop. All right, well, okay, sorry. So we're gonna like crawl through this cold thing. Uh, well, so you just basically have some some stairs that you need to that you need to climb up, and then the vertical stone wall. Okay. A sewer. Um, are we going into the sewer? Is that what she? Uh, it, it appears that that is the direction that you're going. Yes. Okay. Oh shit. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm really? gonna follow. If she starts walking, I'll follow. Okay. Yeah, Shanti's going to going to lead you up a short flight of stairs to where the wall just becomes vertical, and then she's just going to start climbing up the outer wall. So if any of you want to follow in that, you need to roll athletics. Yes. Eight for Polly. Okay. I'm not going to roll athletics. I'm going to cast Spider Climb. Great. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so Otis. Otis spits on his hands and rumps them together, and this like weird kind of webbing stuff starts to happen. And then he slaps them on the bottom of his boots and just goes. Yeah, you are you are all blown away at, with how adeptly Otis just flies up this this straight <laughs> vertical wall. Hey, uh, Otis, there, you uh, mind taking this? Uh, and I try to hand him a rope. I can just come back down and get that rope. Yeah, <laughs> Spider Man. Okay, cool. So Otis, this stuff got lasts the for like an hour, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I go to give him a high five, and then I realize that's a terrible idea, and I just put my hand down. Be fist bump instead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to stick together. Oh. All right. So yeah, so Otis, you're going back up the wall with the rope. Yep. All right. So so you and Shanti uh, top over the wall first. And uh, you're going to try to tie the rope off, I assume? Or, or are you just going to hold it? No, I'm definitely going to tie it off. Okay. So you'll, you'll succeed in tying it off. Uh, as you are finished tying it off, a group of archers walk up. There are what? four archers on top of the wall. And they're going to walk over to you. And one of them is going to look at you, Otis, and look you up and down and say, Hey, aren't you a little short for a storm troop? I mean, for a Santo Palacio palace guard? Why does it smell like you've been drinking on your shift? Because I have, because we all drink on our shifts, because we're murderers, that's what we do to get by. Aren't you drinking on your shift? Or aren't you 
a guard at all. Well, of course I am, but why do you smell like Chardonnay? Hey, Nate, can, can we down at the bottom, can we hear or see or both this conversation? You can, you can yeah, see I'm not that there are... Yeah, I mean, you can see that there are people walking around up there and you can hear Otis yelling, but I mean, you're still kind of climbing up, so it's going to be a little muffled. But yeah, you can you can hear some of this. There's no clear view. No, not a direct clear view. Not not from okay. as close to the wall as you are. Okay. <clears throat> why do I smell like Chardonnay? Why do you, why don't you smell like Chardonnay? Or Merlot? Or Cabernet? Or... Because the men in my platoon drink rum. Like oh, men. you're one of the rum boys, huh? Rum boys owe yeah. me money. You gonna um, you gonna pay me the hundred and fifty gold pieces that I'm owed? <laughs> well, I don't have it right now. <laughs> you don't have it. I was I um, was told that that the rum boys would have my money right now. I don't see why you're up on this wall unless you got my money. But we got to sort this out somehow. All right, hold. On, let me see what I got. And I reach into my pocket, um, <laughs> or money bag, or whatever, um, and then I'm gonna do a cantrip uh, poison spray. When, so when I pull my hand out, I just, and he gets a big puff of uh, poison in his right. face. So he's either going to make a constitution save or take 1d12 damage. Okay, what's the constitution save amount? It's probably like a 12 or something. Oh, uh, con 14. Okay, yeah, he failed. So how, how much damage was it? Uh, it's going to be 1d12. How many hit points does he have? It was that. <laughs> Eight. Okay, ouch. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, roll initiative. You you have done some good damage. That guard is not happy, but there are three more archers, and they're all like, "Hey, what are you doing?" They're all gonna get their bows. He's out. drunk. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, Shanti and Otis will roll initiative. So you said we can see that there is an altercation up top. Can we roll initiative to start climbing the rope? Uh, yeah, you can. I mean, you can roll initiative now if you want. It's just you know, it's gonna take your your turn's gonna be taken getting up there. Yeah. I rolled a. The, the B is a twenty, right? It is. Yeah. All right. Eleven for Paul. Nine for Darjeeling. Five. But a strong five. Ooh. A, strong a high five. Five. <laughs> and Shanti rolled a sixteen. Yeah, she did. Okay. So yeah, Otis, you are up first. Get at it. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to keep up my, my little ruse here. Say, uh, your boy here drunk. You got to come get get him, take care of him. Okay. Are they, <laughs> they behind it at all? Do I need, can I roll? You can try rolling persuasion. Uh, just an 11. Okay, yeah, they they don't buy it because what they saw, they're like, hey, you you just threw acid in his face or something. This is, this is not right. <laughs> I've never seen somebody get drunk like that. <laughs> he yeah, may have had a lot of Chardonnay, but he did not get acid in his face from a bottle of from a bottle of white wine. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna get up there and be like, he fell on my axe. I don't know what happened. He just yeah. fell on the axe. Okay, in that case, uh, I'm gonna try to sleep these guys. Okay. Otis, did you have all these spells all along? Um, well, kind of. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it just sounds like they weren't they weren't uh learning. Yeah, I misunderstood the rules about the cantrips. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna do five d eight um, hit points worth of sleep damage to these dudes. So okay. kind of start with one guy and see how far we get. Sounds good. <clears throat> but Otis begins to hum a lullaby, um, and they start getting a little drowsy. Uh, so we've got six. This does explain why our cleric and our sorcerer haven't really been casting spells when we get into fights. <laughs> <laughs> Things are gonna change, baby. Yeah, no, we're we're magic friendly now. Ooh. Yep, a bunch of MFs. Honestly, I think I've cast more <laughs> spell as the barbarian than anyone else in the party thus far. You love minor illusions. Like, if there's a time for a slutty <laughs> goblin, you are down. I'm surprised you didn't have a slutty goblin come out of the sword scabbard. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just born with it. That's uh, just how I roll. So that's 25 points of sleepy damage. All right. Uh, the the guard that you just acid splashed is going to fall asleep. He's just going to, like, go and drop. Boom. He's asleep. And uh, the the next nearest guard archer is also going to fall asleep. The the other two will remain awake. So you guys can't hold your liquor. <laughs> <laughs> You're really doubling down. <laughs> uh, Shanti is going to look at you, draw her sword, and say... 
an excellent ruse. I will put the others to sleep for good. And she strides in. She's sexy. Her sword. So her first strike is a 13, which is not going to hit, uh, but she gets to attack twice and she's going to miss both times. So that's embarrassing for her. She had <laughs> bardic dice. <laughs> um, so she, she will take a couple of swipes, but I think she what happens is she swipes at the two guards as they're falling asleep and misses them both as they sort of just sack out right underneath. But uh, does she accidentally like cut off some of her own clothes? <laughs> yes, okay. She she cuts one strap on, on her armor, so there's some shoulder showing for Captain Love Laura. It. Uh, <laughs> and now the uh, uh, now the two awake archers are going to attack. So one is going to take a shot at Otis, and that is a 19 to hit. That, and that's that's gonna find purchase. And uh, <laughs> the arrow will strike you for eight damage. Oh, when we started after we leveled up, had we rested? Or we were we at max? Yeah, you should have been completely rested up to full. So all your spell slots, all your HP back. If you hit long rest at the top and then click all the confirm buttons, it'll get that shit back yeah. together. And the second archer is going to shoot at Shanti, and that is a that is an 18 to hit, and that will not hit her. Like a woman with good armor. And now, it's Polly's turn. Polly, I'm gonna climb that rope. All right. How? What's your what's your movement speed? Uh, 25. Okay, so you will get all the way up to the top of the wall, and uh, you'll be able to climb over, but you won't be able to move or take any other actions until your next turn. Okay, cool. All right, Captain Alora, you're up. Okay, I'm going to climb up near the top as well, and then DM permitting, I have a couple spells where I don't have to be in eyesight, but I have to be in ear sight. What do you think about that? I, I think that you can cast while you're on the rope, and that'll put you at the top of the wall. You won't be able to climb onto the wall yet, but you'll be at the top of the wall, so you'll just climb over, and then you can be in the battle next. But yeah, cast from the rope. Cool. Okay, um, I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers, um, and so whoever, I choose one of them. Um, I, I guess I can't choose because I cannot see them, um, to take a saving throw wisdom of 13. Okay. And that is a fail. Are you sure? I am sure. Do you want to try it on the other one? Well, no, I mean, fail is good because they didn't save. So oh, your thing oh, works. Okay, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a positive fail. The diagnosis is negative. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's seven damage. Okay, seven damage. All right. Is there a further effect? Oh, probably. I think this is the one where it, it this guard feels like their mom just told them that they never loved them at all. And that oh, and it whispers. They must immediately use their reaction if available to move as far um, as its speed allows away from her. Oh, great, okay. So yeah, so the, that guard is going to take the seven damage and then just start running down the wall away from Good her. thing they're not, you know, archers, because <laughs> now they can't hit us. This worked out really well. I shouldn't have read that. That was Captain Lawrence's turn. Villa, you're up. Right, right as I'm about to sneeze. Nate? Yeah? <laughs> are, you near, are you near your phone? Yes, yeah. All right, I'm going to try and uh, rush up the rope. Okay, rush up that rope. <laughs> what a, what, is athletics or anything else? Um, or acrobatics? Yeah, why don't or... we, yeah, roll acrobatics. Let's let's see how the, the acrobatics roll goes. Unnatural 20. Okay, great. Yeah, so Villa is going to grab the rope. She just starts going hand over hand. She's not even using her legs. She pulls herself all the way up the wall on top of the wall. Great. Okay. <laughs> anything else you want to do? That was your movement. You're on the wall. You have a ranged weapon, so if you wanted to use your ranged weapon, you I, can do I'm that. sorry. Has, have, have all of is any has any of the guards not attacked yet? Well, they've all they've all attempted an attack. They just all haven't succeeded. So technically, no. No. Other okay. well, I guess the one that's the the second one that's asleep hasn't done anything yet. So you could. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna attack that one. Okay. All right. And. I don't know if that's the done thing. Unnatural 22. Okay. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to hit. Oh, six. Okay. You're, are you killing sleeping guards? So, yeah, the, the sleeping guard takes six damage, uh, oh, awakens okay. with a blade stabbing him in the shoulder. Oh, Villa, why you got to go wake him up? I put him to sleep so good. Okay. We're back to Otis. You got this, Oats. Yeah, prob probably. Um, okay, so... <laughs> We got one sleepy guard, one sleepy guard that got stabbed is now awake and isn't sleepy anymore. But is prone, right? Yep, still laying there. Just got just got stabbed real good. <laughs> and and uh, 
<laughs> one of them ran off. Yep, one is one is running. They're they're still within range, so if Otis wants to throw a, a fireball or, or shoot a crossbow bolt, uh, you totally could do that. Catch him in the back or just let him go. He's just, yeah, he's just feeling like he really disappointed his mom or that he thinks he left the coffee maker on or maybe the crock pot because he's obsessed with the show This Is Us and that's how the dad died. Wait, Spoilers. left. So can we make this a musical episode? Is he sure. a fugitive running, falling from God? No. She's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I do have one that's still a direct threat, right? Yeah, yeah, there is. So there is there is the one that's not running that is right there. Just missed their shot, but they are they're standing strong. Okay, uh, I'm going to do a firebolt on him. Okay. Um, so I do have to roll for it to hit on this one. Um, but Otis kind of does like a, not, not quite the Spider-Man like web thing, but he just kind of holds out his hand and kind of like, like he was flicking a booger. And this little fireball uh, whips out of there, mm-hmm. and I rolled a unnatural twenty. Yeah, that's gonna hit. That definitely hits. Okay, here comes some fire damage. Okay, six. All right. So the guard's gonna take this fireball. He's like, ah! His tunic starts catching on fire. He's kind of like running face. around, like, hey, this isn't cool. This is actually hot. I don't like it. My goatee is on fire. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you know they're evil because they have goatees. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. And now it is the uh, recently reawakened guard's turn. That guard is going to stand up and try uh, stabbing at Villa with his dagger. And that's going to be a... That's a 16 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. And it's going to do six damage. Six damage on the stab. And then that guard is going to then try to step away. So... Uh, Villa, you, you can take an attack of opportunity here if you want, but this guard is going to try to step back from the situation so that he can get in range to use his bow, which he's better at. Alright. Opportunity is a 12. And that'll miss. So he's going to start stepping back and you, you take a, a swipe at him but you can't, you can't catch him. Okay. The other sleeping guard is going to continue sleeping for their turn. And uh, then Shanti will take her turn. Shanti is going to approach the guard that Otis just flicked a booger at, and she's going to hit them uh, first time. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so she's going to hit, and that's going to do 18 damage with the katana, and it's going to chop that guard straight down. You just see, like, he's he's literally just going to split at an angle in the torso, and half of them just going to slide down and plop on the on the wall. So that one's dead. Gross. We could just outsource fighting to yeah. Shante, the fox. I think that <laughs> we can outsource a lot of our uh, activities to that woman, if you know what I mean. I don't. <laughs> Does she have a eucalyptus supplier? Is that what you're telling me? My character is kind of addicted now. <laughs> better better eucalyptus than ukulele okay that's all i have to say oh, amen to true. that <laughs> no you guys Does have lovely play? ukuleles you... <laughs> they do they have lovely ukuleles at their house they say about us all the time oh yeah yeah <laughs> okay now we are to the uh, the guard that's running away continues to run away because of this uh, fear about the coffee pot and the the pain of those of that fear uh, the other one's dead, so it is back to Polly. Polly, cool. The one that ran away as far as possible. How far is he? Um, about forty-five feet or so. Oh, geez. Okay. Probably beyond your movement, but if you wanted to try to throw something, you could. I I have a very stylish Dauntless Warrior helm. Um, that means if I dash in, I get two attacks. So I'm going to see Villa in trouble. I'm going to dash in and use my first attack to grapple. Um, so I roll a 16 strength. You have to beat that with uh, uh, athletics or acrobatics, I guess. Okay. Strength and dexterity. To grapple. Yeah, the, the, the guard is going to avoid your grapple. going to sort of sidestep and push you a little bit. Oh, he rolled really well. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to hit him with a great axe. From the All second. right. Oh, geez. 15. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's not going to hit. Just barely, though gonna be one of those days. Rude. Holy, what you doing over there? Yeah, I don't know. This eucalyptus, it messes with your brain. I don't know what to tell you. 
What is you doing, Polly? Actually, isn't eucalyptus a narcoleptic or something? Doesn't it? It's or a hallucinogen. A yeah, it's, it, it's yeah. a hallucinogen. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know which of uh, these gods I was aiming at. Uh, they got twins. Apparently, they only hired twins as gods. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're back to Captain Alora. All right. Um, okay, I'm I'm sorry, Nathan. So one is sleeping. Um, one is running away. What are the other two doing? So one is sleeping, one is running away. The other one has just attacked Villa and was was asleep, but got attacked, attacked back, and is now standing there. Polly just tried to grapple him, okay. didn't work out. Tried to slice him, didn't work out. And there's, there's just three? There's not another one? Am I also drinking eucalyptus? Yeah, no, there's just the three, because the uh, one's dead. Okay. Shanti just chopped yep. one in right, half. Right. So you see you see two halves of the remaining guard. Polly sees four halves of the guard that was killed. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to really look at Shanti's shoulder and mm. like <laughs> the collarbone, okay. the sweep of it. It's very nice. But then I remember that, you know, bitches before other bitches. And so I focus on the person who's just attacked Villa and I'm going to use vicious mockery. So you need a saving throw of 13. Okay. Wisdom. Okay, that's a natural one. So it's going to succeed. What does is, what is vicious mockery do? Right. Okay. So vicious mockery is going to you're going to take one d4 of psychic damage. Um, as I yell out, Chardonnay is for women that don't even like each other at book clubs where they don't even read the books because they're in terrible marriages and no one loves them. For three. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm gonna double that because you because they they critically failed. Good. I love it. Yeah. So this was and this was the one that was attacking Villa then. Yes, please. Okay. And they so have that... disadvantage on their next attack. And they have disadvantage on their next attack. I'm so All glad right. Rick is here to read over my shoulder. So awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are severely wounded and feeling disadvantaged. Yeah. They're also reevaluating their alcohol choice. So you've done your, you've done your work. I tried. Uh, Villa, it's your turn. Uh, the one that's running away then is how far now? About 45 feet. Yeah. Great. I'm going to aim at him with my longbow, plus two. Okay. I was trying to remember who got that longbow. Sorry, what'd you say? Sixteen. Sixteen? That'll hit? It is a critical. Twelve. All right. Yeah, your your arrow strikes them, like, right in the back of the neck, and they just, like, keep running for a couple of seconds and then fall forward at the end. The one running away is no more. Yay! And now we're back to the top of the order. Otis, you got you got one sleeping guard, and you've got one almost dead guard standing there who is just like cuddling on the ground in the fetal position rocking and saying no more chardonnay no more chardonnay no more chardonnay no more chardonnay <laughs> um he's gonna get a spicy booger too all right mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's going to be a 13 to hit that will not hit unfortunately oh no oh i flick and miss um the booger soars over his rocking shoulder he looks and watches can i do that and- can I use a second action to do another one? Not not with spells. That's, yeah, that's a standard nope. action. Okay. They're standard actions still, yeah. All right, so um, I can move and that's it, right? Yeah, you can move, you could eat if you needed to eat, but I don't think you probably need to eat. I don't know. That guy did shoot me with that arrow pretty hard. Um, but I'm going to wait. Um, yeah, I'm done. Okay. Then uh, the other one is sleeping. Now this grievously injured one is going to attempt to attack Villa again, and that is a 11 to hit. Don't forget it's with disadvantage. Yeah, 11 was the lowest, so yeah, not gonna hit you. So wounded, rocking, can't can't muster the stab. And uh, now it is Shanti's turn, and Shanti will attack the injured one. That's going to be an 18 to hit, and 12 damage. So they are also just bisected. She will flick the blood off of her blade and then sheath it, and you are all out of combat because there is only a sleeping guard remaining. Shanti is going to stand over the guard and ponder what to do. Right, um, I don't know if you've noticed from my general, like, great posture and um, many uh, degrees, but I'm very charming, so charming it could be magical. Is there any advantage to us trying to, like, wake this guy up, maybe injure him a wee bit, just like a wee bit, and then have, like, a guide? Would, like, a, a god friend assist us in your, your brotherly pursuits? We could attempt to interrogate him, but uh, he, he will have to die. No matter what, I, I will not let anyone who has seen us live, with the exception of those foolish guards at the gate. Let's tie his hands up, 
and then we'll wake him up, ask him some questions, and then we can just push him off to the wall. Uh, this this is amenable. The, the fall will surely kill him if not paralyze him grievously. Yeah, just a quick question here. Uh, they already know what your brother looks like. Uh, why why do we need to kill all the gods? I'm, I don't mind killing the gods. I just, uh, what's going on here? They are the allies of a great evil, and that evil has corrupted my brother. I, I do not wish to leave any alive if they wish to stand against me. Okay, yeah, but you mentioned uh, we can't let them live because they've seen you. Uh, don't they already know who you are or know who your brother is? I, I would hope they do not. Uh, my brother did not wear his ceremonial armor when he enlisted in this force. But if they do, then you would be correct. The the ghost has already been given up. Sorry, your, your brother is in jail, right? No, he, he is enlisted in this force. He is a member of this guard, and I wish to liberate him from his... Oh, I see. So uh, what happens if he doesn't want to come with us? Are we just going to club him and drag him? Uh, you you won't need to worry about that. I, I will take care of convincing my brother to depart. I ask only that you help me get to the edge of this area so that I might proceed on my own. Can okay. I roll uh, to see if he's lying? Yeah, go ahead. Just, uh, insight on that? It's a lich number two. Yeah, this, this game is just littered with liches. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, she she seems to be telling the truth. You you believe Shanti that she you you see in her eyes a resolution about just she wants to free her brother. She wants to restore this honor to her to her family and to to her brother and that and that's all. I'm gonna whisper to Villa. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's gonna kill her brother if uh, he doesn't come with us. So uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I was pretty impressed with you uh, murdering the crap out of that lich. That was pretty freaking awesome. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what your persuasion is with this, but uh, I'll follow you, Lee. Just, uh, you know, heads up. <laughs> uh, if if any of you is not convinced of my my honor and my ethic, then I'm happy to depart your company now. I, I believe I can handle it from here. I do appreciate your assistance thus far. Well, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, her shoulder is showing. She's very vulnerable, and we have that tea date later. I, I think we should stay with her. Yeah, I think you should probably stick around because you're going to need me to protect you. I, I appreciate the sentiment, yes. I, I imagine that having a sorcerer on my side will be a value. I'm going to elbow Otis and be like, Otis, I called dibs. What the fuck? <laughs> on what? <laughs> All right, mate. Maybe Villa and I were right about your lack of sexual preference, but um, we are bros and you are wingmanning me. And you cannot wingman me by trying to outsmart or outmuscle me. So just like tell everyone how I can read Elvish and I'm very smart. I thought I was backing you up, but uh, yeah, I'm glad you can read Elf script. Right. Good. Okay. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna give him like a, a bro tap so he knows we're on the same page and like. One of those looks that says, sorry, I'm letting my uh, hormones, you know, overrule my sense. We're still good bros. I'm seeing bro, uh, would you call it bro tap as uh, like the low knuckles, you know, where you just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like that. Like the really lazy fist bump? <laughs> yeah, just, eh. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, Shanta, Shanta here. Uh, here's the thing. Um, we don't like Duncan Bloodspell murder, uh, nonsensical, whatever his name is, but, uh, yeah, this is also a bit of a time uh, thing for us. Uh, you know, can you help us out? Uh, you know, we we tracked down your brother for you. You gonna you and your brother gonna fight your way out of this place with us, or uh, you know, you you know someone we can interrogate or uh, murder to find out where this uh, Duncan Bloodspell guy is? I I would and be I happy say, to provide I you any information that I find. Preferably murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what she said. But uh, okay, I, I guess that's okay. Polly is yes, skeptical what we're doing, but uh, yeah, he's a he's a he's a joiner, so he, he can join. As I said, I, I I only wish your help if you wish to lend it, but I I will not overstay my welcome. I have no intention of following you even to the end of this wall, but just to get us through to where I can make my ingress and approach the guard barracks with safety. I'm gonna look confused and look at Villa and be like, uh, can you just uh, tap me when I should kill things? She nods. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna follow. Okay. I am too. And I'm well. I'm gonna kind of um, nudge Polly to get him to kind of like fall back with me so I can speak to him privately a little bit. Okay. 
As you're falling back to speak, Shanti is going to do a do like a, a sideways flip, like a round off up onto the aqueduct above the wall. And the aqueduct is kind of a narrow sort of balance beam that has water running down the center of it. And she's going to start traversing across this barrier toward a bank of three sewer pipes that are coming out of the outer wall. And she is out of earshot. All right. So, Molly, uh, uh, do you ever sometimes when you're thinking about stuff, uh, do you ever think that maybe, maybe Villa not a cleric? Oh, uh, you know, I, I don't really get into religion much. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm fine with, uh, you know, God's kill. They, they don't kill is, uh, what, what's your, what's your concern with that? Uh, not so much concerned. I just wanted to bounce this idea off you a little bit, see what you're talking about. Yeah, I heard of this one religion that, uh, you know, they were in, uh, Nomup and uh they wanted to take back their holy land so over like uh 300 years they just repeatedly had these uh gnome crusades and just uh murdered people in their homes so uh you know some of those religions uh they get their hands dirty oh i thought they were just priest yeah i, I don't know i don't want to get all touchy-feely here but uh yeah I, as long as she's uh killing out and not uh towards i uh i got no problem i ain't complaining i just wanted to see what you thought Okay, and then I offer him a eucalyptus branch. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Is, uh... And I, I should still have uh, spider climb going, so getting up this aqueduct thing shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to roll anything. Anybody else needs to roll acrobatics to go up the, uh, to climb up to the aqueduct? I got a two. No, 16. no, I got six. Okay, ten for me for Polly. Polly and Captain Alora, you're gonna need to, to try again, or, or get someone to throw a rope down or something. Oh, I got a nine this time. I got a 14. <laughs> okay, the 14 will work. The nine, Polly's still stuck on the ground. Yeah, so. can I get a boost of something down here? <laughs> I want to get that rope that we used before and uh, drop it back down to Polly. I got to okay. say, that koala was a bit of a pottier, but uh, I got I to gotta kick back on this a little bit. I think you I'm missed a really good up. opportunity for Polly to be holding on to Otis's back while he spider climbs the way a koala would. A baby oh. koala would onto uh, an adult koala. Yeah, I'm gonna make a great axe strike against the DM. <laughs> oh, I just a natural twenty. Bees, <laughs> I can't miss. Yeah, yes. I, I mean, I guess I'm I'm dead. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take all the damage. Wait, wait, I got a one d twelve plus four. Where'd it go? Oh, you only took eight damage. Okay, well it's good. I've got nine hit points, so we're fine. Wow, uh, what a great time. That <laughs> <laughs> twenty. All right, so you you all see Shanti just uh, treading down this aqueduct toward a bank of of pipes, and she stops there and looks to all of you to to join her. I'm trying to get a rope to Polly. I'm up there already, right? Yep, you're up there. Captain Alora's up there. Polly is uh, waiting for the rope to come down from Otis, and then he can climb up. Okay, I'll climb up. So, yeah, you're going to walk along the aqueduct, so I need each of you to roll Constitution. 13 for Polly. Okay. Roll or a save? A save. 11 Shouldn't be. for Darjeeling. Okay. 14. Two. Okay, so the 11 and the 2, so Captain Laura and Villa, you are both going to be overwhelmed by the stench rolling off of the water that's beneath mm. your feet, and you're each going to take two damage just from oh, pure revulsion. God. The two gentlemen are going to be like, I've been in the locker room before, this is fine, and just keep running. <laughs> Oh, this is the opposite of Otis's scent. I don't like it at all. Yeah, this uh, kind of smells like when I take the track suit off after a long day. <laughs> you know, I literally I, stop in my tracks and double over and dry heave a little bit. <laughs> you all catch up to Shanti. She's standing before these three sewer pipes. She's looking at each of them. One of them has a sign above it that says outlet. One of them has a sign above it that says return. And one of them has a sign above it that says waste. She looks at you and says, I, I'm not sure which one of these to take. We could split up and try each and communicate with each other, or we could try them one at a time. What not waste. What do you propose? <laughs> um, yeah, Polly puts his, thumb on his, or his finger on his nose as well and says not waste. So does, so does whoever I am. <laughs> okay. So does whoever I am. <laughs> Pinnacle role playing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Roll for Blank, Streets of Mage, is written by me, Nate Regolia. It features player performances by Billy Ferguson, Race Garber, Danny Headland, and Melody Stevens. Our theme music is A Journey Awaits by Pierre Bondifer at P-B-O-N-D-O-E-R on the socials. It's Creative Commons via opengameart.org. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen. It's like casting bless on our whole party, and we can use all the help we can get. Otherwise, buy some D&D books or whatever RPG lights you up and get rolling.